It's been about a month since I've written anything more than a tweet or an Instagram post. I lost the month of May to depression. I'm still in a funk, but I'm coming out of it. It's June 3rd, 2021. I'm Gloria Moraga. This is one-on-one communications in the digital age. Let's talk about depression. You and me. One-on-one. Item number one, Naomi Osaka. The very brave, talented, strong, beautiful Naomi Osaka. This is a quote from part of an article that I read in Yahoo News. Quote, it's profoundly disturbing that Naomi Osaka felt compelled to withdraw from the French Open, one of tennis's four Grand Slam tournaments. It is also illegal to make her feel like she needed to withdraw. The 23-year-old Osaka is the number two female tennis player in the world at the moment. Now, she's won two previous Grand Slams, and she has won a total of four in her young tennis career. Osaka moved to the United States at the age of three from Japan, and she struggles with depression and anxiety. In 2018, she issued a tearful apology during the trophy ceremony after winning, not losing, her first Grand Slam tournament, the U.S. Open, over the American crowd's favorite, Serena Williams. Now, Williams, who is probably the greatest female tennis player who ever lived, quickly let everyone know that Osaka, especially Osaka, had nothing for which to apologize. That's an end quote there. What a story. It shows the brutality of depression and anxiety and how hurtful and brutal people can be. On the other hand, it also shows that Osaka is very brave and that Serena Williams is not only the greatest tennis player who ever lived, she's a great human being, a champion off the court as well as on. Why, I think, is it such a shame to admit you're depressed or that you suffer from anxiety? We all have stress. Some of us realize it, Others just bully those of us who are honest. And I see how everything in life comes back to communication. One way to help fight depression is to talk about it. We can't be afraid to say, I'm depressed. Unfortunately, right now in our society, there is a stigma to say those words. Now, this is from an article from Everyday Health. Quote, Our culture has a fairly rigid definition of what constitutes appropriate behavior, and there is definitely a social stigma associated with depression. This is from Joseph Hewitt, and I will have links and his full quotes and his full article. The doctor goes on to say, a social stigma in general is like the mark of Cain. It's a label used to identify groups in a society in terms of behavioral traits. Social stigmas about depression often translate to inaccurate stereotypes. And then he gives this list. People with depression lack willpower. Depressed people's emotions are out of control. Depressed people are a danger to others. People with depression are defective, like broken machines. Depressed people are just whiny and make excuses. And people with depression are anti-social. And that's an end quote. A lot to think about there. 
Item two, I am in the midst of a significant depression. And I have never experienced anything like this before. These are tough times. I know why I've fallen into a deep, dark abyss. But unfortunately, it doesn't make it easier. My trigger is death, the death of a loved one. Unfortunately, my beloved Aunt Gloria passed away at the beginning of 2021. Her passing, a year of dealing with COVID, unable to get out much, lack of sleep, lack of exercise, lack of a job to get up and work every day, all day. All of those things collided. I felt it coming. I began meditating longer in the mornings to fight it off. But still, I couldn't sleep, and it got worse. I'm not alone. Millions fight depression and anxiety. Millions more suffer from mental illness. Now, I could go on and on writing about all the ways I failed to manage my sadness, but I think you get the picture by now. At one point, as I lie in bed or on the sofa, unable to do much, I think, did I lose my chi? Where the hell did it go? Chi, where are you? You know what I'm talking about? Chi. It's pronounced ki or chai, like chai tea. I've always pronounced it chi, but I'll try to say it the right way here for the podcast for you, which would be ki. Ki. In Taoism and other Chinese thought, Qi is a vital force believed to be inherent in all things. When I read this, I thought, is this where George Lucas got the idea of the force? It has to be, right? The force surrounds you. It flows through you. That's a quote from Lucas's movie. But I don't know. Back to the definition of Qi. Qi is the unimpeded circulation, balance of negative and positive forms in the body. And they're held to be essential to good health in traditional Chinese medicine. Problems with your ghee can be caused by lack of sleep, food, shelter, clean water, fresh air, other physical elements the body needs to properly function. I live in the United States of America. I lack none of these things. I just don't do it. So it's my fault, right? It's my fault I'm not sleeping. It's my fault I'm eating crap food. It's my fault I'm not getting fresh air. It's my fault that I'm not drinking water. So let's review. I drink too much Diet Coke and not enough water. I don't sleep well at all. My diet has sucked. I'm not getting fresh air. I don't drink enough water. I said that already. I'm going to repeat it. So one of the articles I read asked this question. Have you ever felt off balance but couldn't nail down the exact reason why? Ghee may be to blame for your fatigue or your brain fog, or your irritability. According to experts, if your ghee is out of whack, you may experience some of these symptoms. Fatigue. I got it. Irritability. Hormone imbalance. Pain. Muscle weakness. Depression. Cramping and stress. And this is a quote, and I'll include all the links in the description. Ghee is the energy current that runs through our body providing us with circulation, nutrients, minerals. We need those things to be whole. And this is a quote. In traditional Chinese medicine, ghee was thought to be the life force and ultimate 
measure of one's vitality. This is from the founder of the Center Spring and the author of Superwoman Prescription, or Rx. That's an end quote. I've read that massage, nutritious food, clean water, and acupuncture may help restore the body to its natural healthy state and help people generally achieve a state of zen. I want to visit the state of zen. <laughs> so I've made up my mind. I'm going to get acupuncture. I'm going to start by having a deep massage very soon. I'll keep you posted. And, and I do. I do know what else I need to do. I need to give up Diet Coke. <laughs> I'm just not ready. I'm sure Diet Coke destroys ghee. I mean, maybe not. So I'm going to just take it one step at a time. Yes, I would rather be punctured with needles than give up caffeine. And to be fair, it wasn't just my auntie's death that resulted in my May 2021 paralysis. There is a long list of issues, and I've named some of them here in these podcasts. It was being forced into retirement. And last year, my business has slowed down because of COVID-19. I have difficulty walking. My bones are about as strong as a boneless chicken leg. So there's a definite lack of exercise. Fear, I fear I'm going to fall. I fear I'm going to hurt myself and break a bone. <laughs> Here's another confession. I was depressed about my number of downloads, my number of views, my number of listeners. How superficial can I be? The answer is very. <laughs> I am shallow when it comes to success. Now, in my television career, success was measured in ratings and, of course, salary. Now, especially now, success can be measured in retweets, followers, downloads, subscribers. I don't have many. Am I a failure, I wondered? And you know what depression said? Depression answered me and depression said, yes, you are a failure, Gloria. I was working on the podcast, but my downloads had slipped from about 50 to 100 per episode to about 10 per episode. What's the point, I asked myself. Why bother? If I stop, nobody will care. Not only was depression asking these questions, but depression was also answering. No, I'm not schizophrenic. No, I'm not hearing voices. I, I, depression, I, I'm speaking of this as a metaphor. Stop working, depression said. Nobody cares, depression insists. Give up. You're a loser. It's all coming from depression, depression, depression. And here's more of my one-on-one -on -one with depression. Depression says, maybe people just don't want to communicate. Maybe people like sitting in a crowded room and scrolling through their phones. It's fun to do that, right? It's fun to ignore everybody around you and just stare at your phone and scroll through your phone as if you're the most important person on earth that you have to read these emails. You have to read this instant message. You have to be on Twitter checking your feed. Here's what else depression said to me. You're too old. Depression didn't whisper that softly to me. It screamed. Look at you, you old hag. And I listened. I listened for the month of May, maybe longer, maybe all this year. One of the worst things depression does is impede your communication skills. None of us, nobody, really wants to talk about it. Just saying, I'm depressed is 
embarrassing. You can feel that people are secretly rolling their eyes and judging you, but not talking about it makes it worse. It gives depression the upper hand. As I struggled through May somewhere deep down, I knew that depression not only sucks, it's dead wrong. No, I'm not going to feel old or worthless or like a loser or that nobody wants to communicate anymore because we are all not talking to each other and we don't like it. No, we don't. The answer is no, 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 Gloria. People want to communicate. They want to connect. And you are not old, the real Gloria said. Bill Gates is old and nobody is telling him to retire. Nobody is calling him old or telling him to quit. Not his wife or his lover. We all need help. We all need tips. We all need suggestions. And we all need my podcast. And then I thought, well, maybe I need to reboot. Write about something else. Hmm. Maybe do a crime podcast. They are popular. And I love crime. I love cops. Yes, one of my ex-lovers was a cop. I know how to tell cop stories. Write about what you know. That is the rule. But of course, if you're a journalist, you interview people, experts, and then you tell others what they, the experts, know and said. And I love doing that. That's it. That's my podcast. That's me. In this podcast, I tell my stories and I give suggestions so you don't make the same mistakes I made. So I'm going to keep doing that and talking about communication. And that said, I'm also going to keep talking about politics, social issues, food. I'm going to throw in a crime podcast episode once in a while. I'm not quitting. I'm not stopping. Go away, depression. Go away. Item number three. Yeah, this is item number three. I want to share how I pulled myself out of the dark place. First, I got both my COVID vaccines, my shots. It made me feel empowered. It made me feel good. No, I didn't have many side effects. I'm now going out and doing things. I am vaccinated. Yeah. I got my nails done a beautiful glittery pink. I got my hair colored a lighter color for summer. I got new, longer, curly eyelashes. Then I had a great visit with my sister. She came to visit me. And not seeing my sister much or my cousins or visiting my auntie before she died or visiting cooks I know and shooting pinch of Mexican cooking videos really hurt mentally in 2020. I'm making plans for the future. I'm hoping to do some traveling. I'm developing a plan to reconnect with some old friends. I've written down a schedule for writing and posting my videos and podcasts and sharing all my content on social media and my website. Having a plan, staying focused, is a great way to battle depression. I read two articles on ways to improve your mental health. One article is called Eight Tips for Living with Depression. The other, 10 Things You Can Do for Your Mental Health. I'll share the links to these articles. But I want you to know, I've tried all of these things, and I want to say to you, Try them. It can't hurt. And here's partial list that I took from these two articles. And I just kind of threw in the things that I like best. Build a support network. You have to have somebody that you can talk to. A friend, a sissy, your mom, your dad, boyfriend, somebody, anybody who knows you. Reduce your stress 
figure out your ways that reduce your stress, exercising, getting in the pool, learn how to stop negative thoughts. Yep, we all get them. Don't procrastinate. This is a big one. Like I know I need to edit that book for this woman who's counting on me and I, did, I haven't done it. I'm working on my novel. I haven't done it. I didn't haven't opened it. There's dust on the cover. Clean your house. Okay. I know with COVID people were saying, oh, I'm really cleaning. I'm cleaning every day. And it's like, I hardly cleaned. <laughs> but I'm, I'm doing this now and it makes me feel great. I mean, I never wanted to be that person, right? Like her floor is really clean, but you know, she can't write a sentence. Cleaning wasn't that important to me, but it's helping me. It's helping. I'm throwing away old broken things. Not myself, <laughs> just old broken things. And I'm sorry, landfill, but here they come. Learn what soothes you. And I know what soothes me. Cuddling your pet, listening to your favorite music, watching your favorite movie, but really watching, not just sitting there like a zombie, taking a warm bath, reading a good book. And drink water, lots of water. Eat better. Breathe. Breathe in, breathe out. There are ways we can breathe. And I find myself holding my breath a lot. Learn yoga. Learn the easy, gentle yoga. And don't fall when you are learning yoga because you can fall. <laughs> Especially me, I could fall. Love yourself. Create to-do lists and work through them. Keep busy. Here's a good one. Listen to, share, and download my podcast. Love yourself. I'm Gloria Moraga. Talk to each other. Please communicate one-on-one. -on -one. If you're depressed, tell someone. And tell someone you love them. And finally, again, for the third time, love yourself. I love you. <laughs>